Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. Hey. May the force be with you. Oh, and also with you. Isn't that cool? That's cool. So what's up? <laughs> uh, it's it's another gift guide time. It's another installment of gift guides. Right. So right now we're looking at a bunch of Star Wars stuff. We're just going to drop right into this. Yeah, because you have an entire box of stuff we need to go through. So. Yes. Um. So this year Hasbro put out something really cool. On, and what it is is it's called the BB-8 2-in-1 Mega Playset. It's 199 bucks. And what it does is it starts out as a BB-8. And then you split the BB-8 open, and it turns into a four-level Imperial Destroyer hmm. where you can place figures on and do all these cool things. Um and there's light effects and there's sound effects. Well, you just ruined the new movie because the entire movie takes place inside BB-8. They're all miniaturized. <sighs> they just they took that. Uh, they took that thing from that new Matt Damon Dr. movie, Shrinker. the one where one where they get tiny to live in tiny places, <laughs> and they've spun that into <laughs> what Star Wars. Movie is that? <laughs> I don't know. Downsizing, I think it's called. I think it's called downsizing. It looks really dumb. Maybe it's going to be a great movie, but it looks. Stupid. Oh man! Thanks for taking me off off topic. Now, but, well, it's twenty four inches wide. It's twenty one inches tall. That's big. You get Supreme Leader Snoke throne room, a hangar, control room, detention block. Um, you can you can explore a garrison corridor, a trap door. There's a trap door for for some of the heroes. Light speed tracking room, catwalk, trash compactor, collapsing walkway. There's buttons to activate sound effects. And um, the best part about this is it's Force Link enabled. Now, what that means is there's this little device. What does this look like? It looks like a web shooter, doesn't it? It was upside down. Yeah, it sort of looks like Spider-Man's web slinger, but basically it it almost looks like a um, a spy... like a walkie-talkie that little that kids would have, like yeah. spy walkie-talkies that you can fold up. And there's batteries in this thing in a speaker. And if you put it next to figures that... Um, if you put them near figures that are Force Link enhanced, they speak into this out of the speaker, and it's actual dialogue from the movies, from the characters. But not the new movie. As far as I know, not the new movie yet. So does that thing, does it get synced up to your computer to download new audio files? or No, it's through the figures. So what I would assume would happen is they'll release a new set of figures. A new set of figures. figures and okay. then you can just force link and talk to them, listen to them that way. So we talked a little bit that how there, there are some figures which are maybe a little bit more premium. Um, right, but what's interesting is, right, these figures, the Hasbro figures are eight bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney put together an exclusive collection. Oh, man, I forgot to bring that. Uh, um, it's uh, called the the Last Jedi Deluxe Figure Set, and it's only twenty four ninety five, and you get ten figures mm-hmm. 
that are really nicely detailed. And I they're think on, you'll agree. are they on stands? They're on stands. Okay, so, so you the can't one, really do anything with them. So the ones that are on stands compared to the ones that are not on stands. Right. Let's take a look at Luke Skywalker here. And we will say the Luke Skywalker that's on a stand actually does look like Mark Hamill, although albeit a very tan Mark Hamill. Um, the one that is not looks like his stunt double. Right. Doesn't um, quite capture. Doesn't quite capture. The hairstyle is very different and not great. Um, but I will say the Ray figure uh, doesn't really look a lot like her and also very tan. Um, she's a pretty pale girl in general. Yeah. Um, and I thought Kylo Ren looked pretty good. Yeah. Adam Driver. I will say uh, had, I don't know, maybe a little bit more feminine features in the face. Um, but all in all, it's got a nice, like a nice cut along from the cheek down to the neck, which looks pretty good and sort of a lot of, uh, rough encounters apparently. Right. So that's pretty cool. Snope looks interesting even for the sort of, um, cheaper version of it. Although I still can't get over the, the <laughs> well, that's the only way to get him to sit on the throne, right? I know, but it's so weird. <laughs> it's re like, it's almost like he's wearing like pants oh. that the Bee Gees would wear. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like if you split a porcelain figure down the middle. Yeah, it's really strange. Okay. Um, so anyway, that's that. And I highly recommend the Hasbro set, if you can afford it, obviously it's expensive, but it's pretty cool. Um, but if you're a diehard Star oh, Wars fan. If you were a 10-year-old kid and got this, man, your head would explode. Now, you wouldn't believe it. Now, is this... Is this a collectible product that a diehard adult Star Wars fan might want? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is top-notch tech for these guys. Lots of good detail going on. There's like a missile launcher on it. There's these great stickers of stormtroopers, and, and they'll talk. And also, you can take this device and wave it around the playset, mm -hmm. and it'll make noises. Cool. So, I mean, this is a home run. Does it come with batteries, or do you have to put your of own Of course in? it doesn't come with batteries. Three AAA, two AA's. Wow. So that's, that's crazy. That's a lot of battery action. So make sure, parents, you put that in there. Yep. And it comes with a Snoke figure and Elite Praetorian Guard figure, which is those red guys with the red helmets on. Mm -hmm. You can see them from there. I can see, see that it red from helmet? here. I okay. can see that right from here. Ah, now, the other thing I want to mention are last year I talked about Big Figs. They've got a new set of Big Figs. They've got Ray and Kylo Ren and a few others. And these are 18-inch tall figures. And the Praetorian Guard over there is an example of one of them. Jeez. Um, you know, mildly articulated, like seven points of articulation, but kind of cool. Yeah. Hasbro also has something for the um, heroines of Star Wars. It's called, uh, one of them's called the Endor Adventure. It's basically an 11-inch Barbie-esque type doll action set. You'll get um, Princess Leia dressed in her Return to the Jedi when she was down on Endor fighting, mm -hmm. fighting. And then you're going to get post-battle where she's wearing that long gray uh, brown dress. You're going to get an Ewok. You're going to get Wicket the Ewok. Um, I got that over there somewhere. Let me pull that out at the break so you can look at it. Um, anyway, four inch tall Ewok, eleven inch tall doll, thirty four ninety nine. Really great for girls. There's a lightsaber from a company called Ultra Saber that's going out, and they probably have like a thousand different models. It's custom built to order, and these things start at about one hundred sixty five bucks, and they've got um, 
you name it. You get almost any design to replicate a Star Wars lightsaber. They're 16 to 40 inches long. They've got blade colors from fire orange to arctic blue. They got a hilt style that that's just perfect. Sorry about that. Um, it's got a white polycarbonate blade, so you can definitely take this in battle at your favorite Star Wars convention. Um, the sounds are exact. It sounds like they just swiped and put in there. But it's not really endorsed by Lucasfilm, from what I know. <laughs> but it's a pretty cool-looking lightsaber. Here's a I've, better example of it. I've also noticed that um, there are a lot of companies now who have managed to either get the rights to or have been given the opportunity to inspect some of the original materials and they're making castings of them and making these amazing replicas and they've been given really? like access to audio files. This is also happening um, like uh, Anovos, that uh, prop replica company. They've been pumping out stuff from Force Awakens, pretty much everything that you can think of. Right and, and Star Trek. And so, like, what's an example? Like a like stormtrooper helmet. Helmets. Uh, um, I think you can get Luke's entire robe that he's wearing when they find oh, him cool. on the island. Yep. Um, uh, Darth Vader's helmet. Uh, anything. Right. They're, they're, they they just uh, got a the original. I think it is Harold Ramis's proton pack from the first movie and they molded it cool. and it's going to have like all the scuffs i bet you that's really going to be expensive it's going to be but all this stuff is expensive but the thing is is these studios have finally realized there are collectors willing who to pay will pay now granted i bet that proton pack's four grand easy yeah yeah but it's gonna be oh, amazing yeah. Yeah. it's gonna be amazing it's gonna have like dents on it and everything Leave it up to you to hijack a Star Wars segment with the Ghostbusters. But no. Thank you again. To get back to Star Wars, they have been pumping out crazy amounts of Star Wars products lately. Every email, every other day I get new Star Wars product. Like um, the woman from um, Gwendolyn from uh, Game of Thrones. Captain Phasma. Her helmet, they just released wow. like a more screen accurate version of the helmet. Right. It looks like you could probably, if you were a female, you could do your makeup in it because the gloss is so amazing. Wow. The reflection is so amazing on it. So the fact that these studios are now willing to create these partnerships with these companies that this is all they do is truly amazing. And I think you're going to see you right. know, like the lightsabers with such a heavy level of detail that it's going to look, or eventually they're going to give you Mark Hamill's version all beat up, sure, and they're gonna mold it, and then they're gonna sell it, and you're gonna be able to have Mark Hamill's, right? Excellent. It's gonna be amazing. So that's cool. I want two more things. So we can take a break. The Porg, which is that cute little creature, bird-like creature that was on the Millennium Falcon that you saw in some of the commercials. Um, he's available from a company called Seven Twenty, and he um, makes really cute noises when you touch his belly. <laughs> you can see him right there. See him? Looks is, just like him. He's plush. Isn't 720 a video game company? I don't think so. I think that they're they're the offshoot of Underground Toys or the other way around. Oh, okay. One way or the I think 720 is... There's also a 720 Games. Maybe I'm just confusing right. the two. So that's $29.99. Three AA batteries are included. And I have to also mention there's a 40th anniversary Ben Kenobi from Hasbro. And what they've done is they stuck a six-inch figure 
in the um, kind of blister packs mm-hmm. that when you first saw the Kenner figures, which I remember to this day walking through a Goldblatt's department store and seeing those figures in a case um, back in 77, 76. So it looks just like it. It's really clever. It's 1999. You get the whole figure and it, it's just a six inch version of what the 3.7 inch, five inch version looked like back then. How much do you think that 3.75 inch version is today? Oh, <laughs> like thousands. Thousands of dollars, right? If you can keep it in a blister pack, uh-huh. oh man, I could kill myself because what I did when I was a kid, I bought them all. Opened them up. Opened them up, put them, played with them, put them in a case. Didn't play with them a lot, but put them in like. Oh, yeah. They had, yeah, they yeah. had a black yep. Star Wars case yep. you could put the figures in. Sure. So I got that whole lineup of them. You still, there. you still have them. Yeah. How how badly did you beat them up? Not the at all. But the thing is, they're really once they get out of that blister pack, they, I'm yeah. sure they're probably worth forty, fifty bucks each. Yeah. But you know, not a lot. So anyway, really great Star Wars stuff this year. Stunning how they. Um, so get your Star Wars stuff and then never open it and then wait twenty five years and then sell it. That's right. And the great thing about this is anything you you can still buy online right now. Whenever you get this posted, yeah. you still can get it in probably in two days, most of this stuff. From Amazon, right? Yeah. Yeah. From anywhere. Some yeah. of these places are trying to compete. Walmart, yeah. all these other places. Well, I saw Target just bought a company to do the That's same, right. same day delivery. That's right. So think too. about that. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be even better. All right. All right. We'll be back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M. D-I-G-I news.com and support the next evolution in news. Okay. So before we get into these figurines, which will we can segue into that, yep. there's two things that I want to talk about. The Walking Dead mid-season finale kills right. off the, one of the original characters. So first of all, you don't know that for a fact. He was bitten. They never show it. For all we know. No, they did. There's a picture where he's got his shirt up. They never show him getting attacked. Well, he, he claims he's done. Really? And so does, so does his dad. Really? Okay. Unless it's all a ruse. That would be pretty funny. So we're talking about The Walking Dead, essentially, from what everyone understands, is they are killing off Carl... Right. Rick's son. Who? Spoiler alert. Who cares? I'm willing to spoil <laughs> it at this point because I'm done with the show. Uh, um, who is still alive in the comics and actually takes a leadership role. And they, right. Which makes this the most absurd thing they've ever done on this show. And they've, uh, they have dragged the Negan battle on way more than they did with the governor. Right. Or anybody else for that matter. Right. And there is now a petition on change.org which the last I checked had something like 40,000, 50, 60, who knows, a, a pretty substantial number of people asking for the resignation of Scott Gimple right. for ruining the Walking Dead TV right. show. He really, it started with Glenn, with the uh, fake The fake death, death and then the real death, which was in the comic books. The fake death never was. Right. But that was absurd. It go, For me, it goes all the way back to the season where they meet Herschel and they find uh, what's her name's daughter has been bitten and is a walker in the far in the barn. Sophia. Right. And Sophia and Carl are together in the comics. 
And right. it wasn't really like, in my opinion, an ancillary character to kill off. You knew Glenn was going to die. You always knew that was going right. to happen. Right, right. And right. I can and I can deal with the Michonne and Rick thing, even though it's not really the case in the comics. Right. I can deal with That's that. That's fine. But boy, I know that they really like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and I get it. But it's also pretty telling that um, the guy who plays Morgan is going over to fear The Walking Dead. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. He's leaving The Walking Dead. And they start watching Fear The Walking Dead now. To be on Fear The Walking Dead. and He's going to walk across the United States? Well, remember, there's a long period of time, because Fear The Walking Dead takes place during the original outbreak. Right. There's that long period of time where he doesn't catch up with Rick. That's so right. You don't know where, where he, he is. is. All so right. he's going to be doing all that stuff. But um I'm just I'm done with the show. I can't I can't get into it anymore. I am too. I'm, I watched a couple episodes and I'm like I knew they were just going to drag this out and I knew they were going to drag it out. You think that we we've got and somebody reminded me we've had two seasons with Negan now. So it should be over this well, February. And here's the thing, with the governor it was one and a half. Right. Remember? About that mid season point there was a cliffhanger when they came back, that was when Herschel died. Right. It was one and a half. They are now I don't think they're gonna put him in the prison until the end of the season. If even then, they might be the next season the opener when he's captured. And I'm not watching it for another reason. They killed Shiva. I can't even understand what would have prompted them to kill. Because as far as I'm concerned, that's one of the coolest characters in that universe. Mm -hmm. A giant lion. Bengal tiger. Bengal tiger. Yeah. Roaming around. It's depressing. I'm just, I I don't know if they're running out of material or what. They're also at what? What what season is this? Seven, eight? I mean. Seven or eight? This is sort of one of these things that the guys from the X-Files said, you know, years later. We, we should have stopped. We just didn't realize that people were becoming disinterested. But see, other shows do that, and they know when to stop. Look at Game of Thrones. I mean, granted, they they could they, they could even, go forever. They don't even have source material anymore. Right. He hasn't finished the books. Right. And then you've got Stranger Things. They said they're done in five. Right. They've already called the end. Right. I think Breaking Bad set the stand the gold sure. standard. They knew when they were going to quit. Walking right. Dead. It's time to hang it up, guys. And the thing is, Breaking Bad is still around because Better Call Saul is fantastic. And I think Better Call Saul, they could easily end in right. five. And do another spinoff of something. Easily. So. I don't know. I'm uh, At any rate. So that was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Um, the second thing I wanted to talk about um, was the Disney purchase of 20th Century Fox. Right. And the discussion around... Are they going to try to? Is Disney going to try to reboot like Fantastic Four? Are they going to take all of these characters from all these? We get some X Men in the Avengers now. Maybe Deadpool in the Avengers. Yeah, absolutely. Although I I was a little worried that you you had the Big Mouse House that was going to buy an R rated, uh, which they don't typically do. Right. You know, uh, Logan R rated, Deadpool R rated. They said they wouldn't intervene so long as they made it clear. That it wasn't for everyone, right? And it probably but, wasn't canon. But it'll never. I don't think you'll ever see another R-rated X-Men, and I think uh, Deadpool might be the only other R. Although I take that back because didn't. Oh no, never mind. Twentieth Century Fox is different from Paramount because Paramount's going to do an R-rated Star Trek <laughs> with Tarantino. With Tarantino, 
I'm so excited. Okay. But and I'm going way off topic. But at any rate, um, yeah, I guess it's good. Does it mean that Ryan Reynolds... It's not good at all. Is that, does it it mean, is not good for one company to no. own everything. Nope. It's a terrible idea. So what's going to happen when they are finally brought in and nailed for antitrust and have to split all these companies off, just like AT&T had to do when they became like a true monopoly? What are they going to do? I mean, which, which, which group is going to fold? Exactly. I mean, 20th Century Fox, from a superhero standpoint, hasn't really done very well. But obviously, there's plenty of franchises... Right. They, they, Disney now owns Die Hard. Right. I know. It's crazy. I'd be I, if I were a director and I was working for 20th Century Fox and I had funding to for them to produce my movie. Yep. What happens now? Does it still happen? Right. I mean, maybe not. Maybe there's no Die Hard Year One now. Thank God. That would be, <laughs> that would be great. So the reason we're talking about Disney is also because. <laughs> We've got some characters in front of us. Um, All right, so hold on. So the first one I want to mention is Thor Ragnarok. Um, Hasbro continues to put out some amazing figures tied to Marvel characters. Um, we can go over this Thor one if you want. Press yeah, this his th- chest. This Thor one is awesome. That's pretty cool, right? Not bad. It's not Chris Hemsworth, but sounds a little bit like him. It's got a cloth cape. It's a 12-inch figure. Looks like him. Not much articulation. He's got two swords, and the thing, the, uh, the, the magic here is you press his chest and he talks, and he's got at least a dozen phrases. He's got a bunch of sound effects. And if you can find the Hulk, now this guy is nineteen ninety nine. The Hulk is like thirty four ninety nine. The Hulk stands about 14 inches tall, mm-hmm. and he will talk to the Hulk, and the Hulk will talk to him. Awesome. There's some sensors inside each, so that's pretty clever, mm-hmm. right? But for an action figure fan, they put out a um, series called Marvel Thor Legends, and what they did was they took some of the Ragnarok characters and they took some of the um, great characters from Thor comic book legends and put them out as a... Um, it's like a six, six or seven character collection. They're nineteen ninety nine each, and uh, one of them that I thought was the best of the bunch is Hela, and Kate Blanchett plays Hela in Thor Ragnarok, and it looks just like her. I mean, there's this head sculpt of her that is just it's amazing, pretty amazing. Um, she has a green cape that's detachable. She's got two heads. She's got the one head that has that big antler headdress on it and mask. And she's got the other head that's got uh, a more of a detailed look of her face and some stringy black hair. Uh, she's got the green armor. She's got a black sword. And when you, uh, she's got 17 points of articulation. And uh, when you open the package up, you're going to get a, a right arm and a battle axe that belongs to the Hulk. And, of course, the um, the catch here is to build a giant Hulk figure, you're going to need to buy Ragnarok Loki, Ragnarok Thor, Odinson, Jane Foster's Thor, and Ares, which all have pieces of the Hulk. And then you can snap them together, and you get this 9-inch tall Hulk with an axe and a hammer hmm. and the body armor. Looks like he was in the movie. Awesome. So that's really cool. Cool. I want to mention a new company called Jada Toys, and they are big in die-cast metal. 
and they put together this thing called Nanoscene Batcave, uh, which is just a miniature version of the Batcave that allows you to basically display these these one inch, one inch, one and a half inch tall. I don't know what they're one point six five inch tall metal figures from the DC universe characters of villains and heroes, and they're kind of cool. The um, I was really caught up with the Flash because he's got this really neat shiny metal paint job. Uh, the Wonder Woman. There's a couple different Wonder Woman characters, and uh, once again, nice, nice metallic paint detail. Not necessarily facial detail, because really, it's 1.65 inches. You're not going to get a lot out of that. Um, I think the Flash has the best paint job of all of them. The Batcave's $29.99. They have a 20-piece, 20-pack set of the die-cast figures for DC for $39.99. Um... They've got a Lex Luthor in his green war suit. Thomas Wayne is Batman with a red bat logo. Uh, Multicolor Two-Face, Metamorpho, Darkseed, Parademon. They really kind of dive deep and agree to DC Universe as far as cartoons and comic books and movies. Anyway, new company, good idea. Kind of reminds me of Heroclix a little, which is actually a game, but those figures were about that size. Hmm. So if you get a chance. Of course, Jack Specific, more big figs. They did the entire Justice League line, so you can get for $19.99 each, 18-inch tall versions of um, of uh, Wonder Woman and Armored Batman and Superman and Aquaman and Flash and the whole group. Okay, so that's that. Big figs, 18-inch. Um, I want to mention that there's a line called DC Superhero Girls, and it's an animated show on YouTube, and it's coming to Cartoon Network, I believe, next year. And they've got basically six-inch tall, exaggerated line of heroes that will appeal to young girls. Um, they've got Batgirl, and they've got a Wonder Woman, and they've got Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, and Supergirl, and a character called Bumblebee. And they're about six inch tall, like I said. A little bit of articulation. A really unique um, style. They're basically teenagers. Yeah. So Very cool. Very cool for girls. Uh, let's see. All right, let's take a break. All right. I don't want to keep ripping through this. Okay, we'll be back. Communities Digital News. Built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com, that's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com, and support the next evolution in news. Thanks a lot. No, I wasn't recording that. Man. All right, we're going to talk about video games for a final segment. Nice. Um, so the first one is I reviewed the Nintendo Switch, which came out last year, but it's still smoldering. Mm-hmm. People are still buying it. It's two ninety nine. It's that crazy expensive. Basically, right. If, well, for you and I, right, we're not going to usually play a Switch. We'd be more playing. We'd be go buying the Xbox One. I'm or trying the to think. Like when a Super Xbox Nintendo, S. when a Super Nintendo came out, they were probably what ninety nine. One one forty nine ninety nine. They can't have been more than that. Well, what right? did the PS cost when it came out? The PS the PlayStation. First, yeah. Wasn't I, it like one ninety nine? Yeah, and I know the PlayStation Two was two ninety nine. Right. 
so they're still in the ballpark, and we're how but many I mean, years later. But I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, and how much are the games? They're still sixty bucks, right? They're still sixty bucks. Oh. Yeah. Um, so give me a break. If I'm going to buy that, buy it digitally. At least let me get it cheaper. You described it really well. What is it? It's, it's like it's like it's like a it's, Wii. A, it's a it's a mashup of a Wii and a Game Boy. Right. Or like a Nintendo DS. Right. It's got the it's got the portability of a DS, but where you can dock the controller to it. It's almost like a it's almost like the size of like a Game Gear. Remember the the, uh-huh. the the Sega Game Gear? I got one of those. Yeah, me too. It's about you know about yeah. this big, wi- wide. But then you can pop the controllers off and use it as they're they're like mini versions of a Wii, right. like a Wii controller. That's right. Um. I played, I played Super Mario Odyssey, which is now the gold standard for Mario games. I've seen it; it's amazing. I played The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which is just gorgeous. It's a cell shaded animated game, which you'll get lost in for hours and hours and is hours. It, is it just like the last one though, where you could just there was no like you could just roam? It's linear. That's right. Just go all over the place. I remember, like the like the the. You first... want more structure in your life? No, I just want well, like one that it's mission based, like where you don't have to like run all over creation. It's like right. when you play the original Zelda, mm-hmm. um, or even the Super Nintendo version of it. Like you had, like you knew where to go. This one, it's like I, I hate the open world concept of it. Like I, mi- I miss the like very confined space. <laughs> so of in your Zelda. stressful, it's stress- life of work of work and family. Yeah, you don't want to sit down and, and play just, a game where you're gonna sit there and it's like like Destiny, where yeah. you're gonna sit there for two hours. No. At least you can find a mission. Give in me Destiny a mission. Once a while, Give me right? a mission to do. I need to. I know that there's a place I gotta get a sword. Right. And I got to get a whistle. Right. And that's what I need. <laughs> Let me figure that out and I'll make it happen. Now, they do have Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is is actually pretty neat because Man. what it is is you remember the minions, the Rabbids? Yeah. They're like minions. Okay. Um, did you get Mario Kart? I did not. <gasps> I did not play that. I Because why? You know me. Why? You hate driving That's games. right. Oh, dude, but Mario Kart's not a driving game. Sure though. it is. Listen, Are you, you driving around a track? You can't, you can't, you personally can't play Mario by yourself. If you had other people playing Mario Kart yeah. and you were messing with each other, okay, forget it. See, that, that's I not, have no friends. That's not so, a driving game anymore. And it took you a year and a half to get a headset, so. Listen. Listen, yeah, that $19 commitment was killing you. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and yeah. Anyway, this is a turn-based battle game, and I really enjoyed it. Cool. You're not roaming. You're roaming a little bit, but then you run into a battle, and you have to beat them. Good. That's cool. Good. Um, Doom. Doom on Switch. Like the, is like this, the is new version of the Doom. The new version. Yeah, okay. it's gory, it's bloody, it's fun. When are they going to make another Duke Nukem? They did, didn't they? And it didn't go well? Like, but I mean, a real Duke Nukem. Like, a real one. Not the yeah, phony one know. that they did. Like, come on. We all need Duke Nukem in our lives. I needed Doom. I didn't realize I needed Doom. Wolfenstein was great, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Destiny 2 Collector's Edition. We went over this already. And it was gorgeous. And the, the, the Frontier bag? I love that bag, man. That I'm not, was great. I'm not, I, I don't want to use it, though, because it's so beautiful. Right. So you just leave it in a box it's just and in a put box. it in your closet. Yeah, That's but perfect. It, I mean, it really is gorgeous, and it's heavy. I love it. Uh, Star Wars Bloxels. Do you know what this is? If it's anything like Minecraft? No. There's a game board, 
where you get like 360, 320 cubes. You put the cubes on the game board, and each colored cube means something else, like terrain, villains, power-ups. Weird. So you put these cubes on the board, then you take a picture of it with your phone or your tablet using their app, and it transforms into a side-scrolling game. Oh. Yeah. That so seems like a like, lot of work just to get like the game going, though. computer programming at its finest yeah. and easiest. So it's basically like AI-recognized. Yes. Hmm. And then you could take that, that grid that you've created and embellish it. Cool. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's a really kids, cool idea. you're in it. But but you're, you're sort of limited to the device, right? If you got like a, if the app's wonky on, say, Android or something. Yeah then you're going to be beating your head into the wall. Right. But it worked fine the time. I tried it on an iPhone, iPad. It worked great. Cool. Uh, Okay. Last thing let's go over is Star Wars Battlefront 2. This is so fun. I'm having a lot of... But you're not playing enough. During the break, I told you I need like four hours to just sit and really immerse myself in it. But, But I've probably... The longest I've probably done is about an hour and a half. Right, and then I got really tired, but but that was it. I didn't want to leave. I was having a lot of fun. I'm bummed because there's driving in the game. There's really? spaceship driving. Oh, I'm having a hard time flying around. That's not, what I mean, and not crashing into anything. It's super hard. Um, couple things I want to mention. First of all, I don't know when they launch. If you know when they launched the game, they launched it with microtransactions. Yes, and it really, really teed off people everybody to the point that i think their stock plummeted like 10 20 percent yep just as the game release with these things so they immediately shut off the microtransactions so hopefully they never turn them on again um the beauty of this game is they have a story rich solo campaign with a character uh female character for the empire yep um who eventually turns oh you're gonna ruin it too late no who eventually has has uh has has questions as to whether she, her loyalty is right, and it's right in the middle of the end of Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. where they blow up the second Death Star. Yep. So it's if you're a Star Wars geek, you're going to be totally into it. And you know what? It's a beautiful game. It looks gorgeous, right? And and, and like I don't have any sound problems. Right. It sounds great. Yep. Like I don't have the newest TV in the world looks beautiful right. like it's it's got what you want you know it's like my kids were sitting here and they're they're like oh they're in star wars right they're, they're like they're blown away they can't believe it and i'm like you want to play they're like i want to watch you play because i just want to immerse myself i want right. i want to watch this character it's hard to focus when you're in the middle of a battle a space battle and, and, and what I, you're actually seeing yeah like the one like, the, the one flying battle i was in there's so much going on i'm like look at how yeah. And it's like Star oh, and Destroyers, and I, and and I went right into the and side. And I crashed into the side of one of them, or a Tie Fighter like uh, got struck by the Rebellion, and it hit me, and I, uh, I mean, it's insane. The campaign, the adventure itself, is great. I mean, you you get to control Luke, Leia, a bearded Han Solo. Have you even gotten that far yet? No. Just wait. No. Uh, Lando Calrissian, no, nope. awesome. I'm, I'm still with the girl. Okay. Um, and that's just only a little piece of the game. There's this giant multiplayer component where it's like 20 versus 20. And you can be any combination of characters you could ever imagine in this game that are available. The, the, my only one gripe 
with multiplayer games right. is that you build up your player to become really just badass, right? And then the next version comes out, and then everybody bails. Right. And now there's only seven people that you're playing against. So it's three on four. Right. And then eventually, it's sort of like multiplayer, they haven't really figured out how to transition across multiple versions of a game to keep people interested and keep the momentum. Because there's always something that they do that ends up screwing over... Like when they come out with Battlefront Three, right? You probably won't be able to port your character over or all of your skill sets to start out in a certain way. So you got to right. start all over again. And for me, like if I'm going to invest the time and build a character, and they continue to create sequels, like Destiny, like Destiny, you, we built some characters, and then the new one came out, and they took everything <sighs> away from me. Yeah, but <laughs> everything. Well, yeah, but then you got it back. But I had a, I started with nothing. Again. But it was still your guy. Right. Yeah, it was still your guy. Right. Uh, granted, we also had like the superior version of the first round right. where like they gave us everything. But right. yeah, I mean, it is like I need, I would love to figure out a way where if you've invested the money in a, in a sequel and then a new version comes out, like a version three or four or whatever, that that money that you invested isn't lost in that character, that you get... You get to jump leapfrog into the game with yes, that guy. with that guy and that weaponry. Like nobody's been able to figure that out, and and I wish somebody would because it would be amazing to have these sequel based storylines, right? That a character that you've built and really made your own can carry into. Now I will say that Battlefront just released on December thirteenth an extra adventure to the main campaign. So you, Which we'll never get to because we're not spending enough time playing it. I'm there, you my are friend. There. You are there. I just started. Okay. So you're going to get to finish off Inferno Squad with Aiden Versio, and then you're going to find out what happens to her. So just wait. You're going to love this. It's going to be good. Is she is she Luke's father? No, wait. No, she's, mm. not, she's not Luke's father. Mm. That's for sure. She Is she Finn's mom? No. no. Ray, well, Ray's mom? You know, that's a good question because... I, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. You just mm. have to find out. Yeah. Okay. You're going to watch the movie? I will watch the movie the s- fourth week of December. Yeah. During break. During break. When it dies down. When it dies down. Because there's way too many people watching that movie right now. People say it's mixed. You either love it or you hate it. Either love it or you hate it. We'll find out. Yeah. I, it got spoiled on me. A couple things. Don't I'm, you dare. No. It, the thing is, it kind of ticked me off. I, I. It was one of these... It was one of these things where they forgot to introduce a spoiler alert. Yeah, and then and they caught sp- it, and no, and they spoiled it. Oh, and I read it. And I was like, "Wait a minute, See, that I'm wasn't sp- a part of the last." And then I was like, "Oh, come on!" And then I Google it, and it's like major spoiler point. I'm like you bastards. I'm still in major fantasy world. I'm going. What? Who is Snoke? Is he? Is he? Is he an acronym for Sith? No one expected. No one knew existed. Sith. No one knew existed. Mm. Who's anyway. The, or who's the last Jedi? I don't know. My thought on Snoke, and I know this is wrong, I think, is that he's actually, he's a clone of the Emperor that was made on Kamino when they made the clone army. Mm. And that Snoke, somehow when they introduced too many Metachlorians into his system, turned him into what he is now. So he's not, you don't think he's like a clone of Vader? 
because they sort of have the same yeah. weathered oh, faces. Oh, that's possible too. But I, I was know. thinking the emperor. Yeah. All right, stop. Thank you. It's been yeah. a wonderful year. It's been a great year, hasn't it? Just, I, I can't <laughs> wait to get back to movies. By the <laughs> do way, we still do movies. By yeah. the way, I watched Logan Lucky. Was it good? It was okay. Well, it, now I ain't gonna bother. I, I need know, a better than okay. No, I watched I mean, Dunkirk, and it was and spectacular. Mm, I haven't seen it yet. You will. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then I also watched uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. Which good. It got panned at the theaters, but I loved it. Thought it was it funny. Was, no, you know what it is? It's just like I love the mindless shooting movies, and I was like, "This is this is perfect." Right. I actually Logan Lucky I thought was a good story. Um, I just maybe wasn't in the mood for it at the time. But I mean, it's a good movie. Wait a minute, I watched that movie. That's the one. Not with Logan the, Lucky, the, the Hitman's, Hitman's Bodyguard. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. But it got it like got terrible I don't reviews. Care. It was great. No, it was great. It's like I love shooting movies. It's just like people blowing stuff up. That's why every Christmas I watch Die Hard, man. That's it's a right. Christmas movie. It Merry is very Christmas. Actually, the first two are Christmas movies. That's right. Because the second one takes place at Dulles. That's right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Now it's over. That's Disney. it. Get this puppy up. Yippee ki yay! And then we have to censor the rest of it because now Disney yeah. knows it. There's deals to be had here, people. Get them, get them while they're hot, and happy holidays and festive New Year. And yes, we'll, we'll catch Enjoy you. Your in, present. Wrapping. We'll catch you in January. Yes, thank you. Bye.